Hey guys, it's Jen. Come and join us as we expose ourselves with hot and juicy stories of our experiences right here, right now on the girls' archives. What are you waiting for? Let's go! Hey everyone, this is Fed. And it's Jen. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of the girls' archives. Um, <laughs> we have a special guest, my friend Ashika, Miss Ashika. Hello, yeah, hello. <laughs> I am finally in. Yes, girl, we're excited to have you. Thanks oh. for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we have special. We have a special uh, episode, right, guys? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking you guys back to high school. High school. Not the traumatizing <laughs> version, hopefully. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> um, today, we're going to talk about our favorite plant, Miss Mary Jane herself. Yeah. <laughs> the goddesses of all plants. <laughs> okay, um, so Shika, I, I'm, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I've only had one interaction with uh, Miss, you know, Mary Jane, but uh, I don't this is going to be like a question. I don't know what I'm going to say to you or because it's again, my, it was, I only had one time experience. So I'm just learning from you. Okay. okay again, no I'm, a, I'm a student. Okay? <laughs> You're the expert here. I wouldn't we say expert, people's... but we're getting there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. I'm so sorry. So, Ms. Ishika. Yes. Uh, so, getting into... You know, weed. I obviously I smoke weed myself. I mean, I cut back a little bit, but um, I like I like smoking weed. It's such a fun experience, and I love it. It's a different way to interact with your friends. I mean, it's not for everyone, so this is hopefully going to be a little bit of an educational episode for those of you who are curious and want to know what it's like to experience. Yeah, (laughs) like Jen. To experience or even if you've tried it out and you want to learn something new this is yeah. a good way to learn it exactly yeah. learn from other people's experience so i can Absolutely. speak on my own experience and shika i know that you definitely have yours we've had our experiences <laughs> together i should say yes <laughs> so um, lots of them yes we've had many we've had good high experiences i would say we most recently uh the last thing that we did together was we made edibles right yes we made Ooh. delicious brownies. Um, so we made she a, made brownies and I made cookies. Yeah, so yes, and both the, delicious. Yeah, and she had a friend that made uh, she made gummies, right? Like gummy bears. Yeah, she did gummy bears. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, starting with edibles, I guess, since we're already there. <laughs> uh, what sure. would you say, like, are t- I guess I would say like top three mistakes people make with eating edibles eating edibles okay um I would definitely start off with saying that people make the mistake of taking too much too quickly amen um (laughs) definitely I know someone's gonna hear this and be like this is such old news but it is something that people do need to understand you do need to dosage properly you cannot just eat the whole bar of chocolate no matter how experienced you are or how delicious it looks absolutely (laughs) because these things your body breaks it down in different ways and each product or each uh, brand or each type of edible that you try may break down a little bit more differently 
Um, and it depends also on like what you were eating before that or what you're eating after too that can affect it. So dosaging properly is definitely one of the biggest mistakes I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is um, not really knowing what it is you're ingesting and just buying it because, you know, your friend told you they had it and it set them into a whole other world and they were couch locked for days and whatever. People go and try it and they don't realize that the ingredients in one type of product may not be suitable for them or might not do the same thing for them as it did for their friends. So again, just not knowing the ingredients or what's going into your body is another mistake. Um, And then the third one, I would, I would say also eating on empty stomach no yeah because if like the thing with me though is when I take an edible on an empty stomach I kind of enjoy it more because my body is breaking it down a little bit more quickly and oh, then I can fill my stomach up with other things after it so like if I don't like the taste which I usually don't because a lot of edibles are made from shatter yeah versus mm-hmm. the way we did which is with the cannabis and decarboxylating it and all of that uh so right now a lot of people are using shatter or a concentrate in their edibles which gives like this really weird nasty taste in my opinion and it also makes me feel a little nauseous so when i take an edible i'll usually take it on an empty stomach and then kind of fill it from there uh, i heard that like but- if you Sorry to cut you off. I heard that if yeah. you, like, are not feeling the high, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but I heard that if you can't feel the high, like, within the next couple hours, um, you can actually speed up the process by eating something to, like, to trigger start it. digesting. Yeah, to start actually digesting it. Yeah, you, you could do that, too, because um, it could mean that your stomach acids are just not recognizing that there is, like, components in there that need to be attached to a receptor or whatever it is in your body so when you eat something else it might just um trigger that acid in your stomach and it'll help you with feeling the waves mm-hmm. but um yeah that that's not something that I can really prove or disprove of just because I haven't tried it really myself or looked for it when I tried it but again like to each their own preference but you figure out a lot of these things the more you try it or like the more you realize what worked and what didn't work from the last time. And then you just kind of trial and error from there. Like for me, it took, I think about a few tries, like four or five tries to actually really feel it and figure out, okay, you know what, like me eating it on an empty stomach is better versus eating it on a full stomach. But that's just for me. A lot of my girls, they can eat before, eat during and eat after, and they'll be absolutely fried. So (laughs) it depends on everyone. I've made a couple mistakes myself. I will not lie. <laughs> Most what recently, mistakes did you make? Most re- well, you know, me thinking I am, you know, a well-seasoned smoker <laughs> and experienced. <laughs> I was like, you know, what, what was it? What did I have? Oh, it was like, um, you know, stoner, stoner patch kids, like the gummies. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to eat one. I'm going to eat one whole one and I think I'll be good. And at this point, I, I'm so stupid because I, because remember, I told you I cut back a lot on weed. So my tolerance isn't as high anymore. And me being, you know, thinking I can do everything. <laughs> I ate the whole, like the one piece and I didn't mix or anything with alcohol, but I was uh, sitting on the couch and I just finished eating. I don't know if it's also because I was just like really full from like having the munchies. 
I'm just sitting there and I'm like, why do I feel so nauseous? Mm. And I, it's so funny. I like slowly like make my way to the washroom, but like to like vomit. But I, I didn't, I don't go straight there. Like I was slowly taking baby steps because I'm like, maybe I don't <laughs> have to puke. Maybe I do. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like literally just standing there staring at the wall. Ridge is like not even paying attention to me. I eventually get to the washroom and I, I don't know why. Just being in the washroom just makes me want to vomit. So I think that like that was the last straw. My body's like, get this out. <laughs> That's actually very common, though, with people that do take edibles, that nauseous feeling. Again, it could be from the shatter that is in the product itself. But, I mean, technically speaking, like, your body, if it doesn't like something in it, it's going to try to get out of it. But the good thing with that as well is, I don't know if it's proven or not, but if you puke after you feel that nauseous feeling, sometimes your high will kick in a lot better. Really? Dude, I was fucking stoned. I was on the moon. Yeah. 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 I was actually still high. And I was like, I was surprised that I was still high because I'm like, I puked this whole thing out. Why am I still high? (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was still high and it lasted a couple hours, so. Oh, man. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say, and even myself too have experienced it too, like that nauseous feeling once I get it out of my system. I think it's just like that mental preparation of now you can just let it go and relax completely. And then like your, the chemicals in your brain just kind of get that, uh, that dopamine and, and whatever other happy chemicals that Mm -hmm. come out. Like it's just all more abundant because you're not focusing on that nauseous feeling or like you're not as anxious as you were when you had it sitting in your stomach so Mm -hmm. I've heard that a lot oh my gosh you're not the only one like that 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 now that just makes it like that fits the puzzle of my missing piece because when I when my only experience with weed was an edible and I ate too much it was a cookie I didn't know how many grams of uh, weed was in that cookie or what was that cookie like what is inside that cookie if it was a different type of weed what type of weed it was but I ate the whole cookie and I I felt like I was dying I felt like I was like honestly I thought I was choking until um I walked the whole block I tried to like I I thought I was gonna die um that's some cocaine shit <laughs> you can walk i'll be couch locked if i'm like stoned yeah and well, i guess it also depends on what strain it is too right yeah and then i thought i was dying so i did uh i was walking and then i i, I, I puked and then i puked more and i by the time i got home because that was i was outside when i took the edible by the time i got home i passed out and it felt like the next day i was still high because I broke a couple things. Yeah, and that's actually the third mistake that a lot of people don't pay attention to when they're taking edibles is they don't realize how long it will stay in their system for. And if you're a beginner mm-hmm. like Jen was, I would definitely recommend <laughs> small dosages first. She's like, let time. me eat this whole thing. I didn't have anything. <laughs> like, I'm not a noob. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> Oh, well, well, yeah, Yeah. that's something that I definitely, again, one-time mistake. It's a rookie mistake. I don't know if I will try, but convince me, Ashika, we'll we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should give it a second shot just because one-time tries are not good enough. You definitely need to branch out, try something else, or try a different dosage, or maybe just take it easier. The first time your body takes something new like that, it's not going to react well. Like, the first time I did mushrooms, 
it was not okay. But I mean, the more you do it, the more your body gets used to it. Same with alcohol, same with like yeah. anything pretty much. I guess that's so you just def- like, get accustomed to it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, there could have been so many different factors as to why your body rejected it. It could have been the taste. It could have been the smell. It could have been like the shatter versus weed or like how much was in there or did they decarboxylate it properly? Did they even cook the batter properly? There's so many different things that could have went wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you got to experience that little bit of couch lock, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also good for you, Jen, because now you know what to expect. You know, next time, if you do try it, you know that maybe eating a whole cookie isn't the best idea. <laughs> or you might need to go the opposite way and be like, that one cookie didn't do enough and I need two. Yeah. Dude, God, don't give her any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we'll definitely try that out. Maybe it convince me throughout this whole episode. <laughs> They're fun. They're definitely fun. I don't mean to scare anybody when we talk about edibles because it is something that is new. Mm-hmm. But they are really fun if you just know how to microdose it or get comfortable with it and kind of just let it do its thing. I mean, it's almost the same as as when you smoke marijuana but it's not exactly the same because of the way it breaks down in your system but Mm -hmm. the effects are they're so much fun i like it so speaking of smoking um we usually use obviously with smoking either smoke it in a swift a bong a pipe or whatever other item that you can make at home (laughs) 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 um Uh what does like the high does the high experience change between using different types of accessories or you know rolling up a slip? Is it necessary as well? Does it affect more? Those are really good questions. I as a beginner like way back in the day never even gave that question a thought. I just kind of went for whatever was easier or accessible at the time. But the more you grow, the more you try, the more you expand you actually figure out that all those different utensils do make a huge difference. Oh. It may not be, yeah, like it's shocking. Like um, for somebody that is, I guess, more of a beginner, they usually t- tend to go the ways of spliff or sometimes blunt or maybe even like uh, mm-hmm. a pipe, like a, a one hitter or something like a uh, one of those portable pipes. Mm-hmm. But for somebody that's more experienced, they usually tend to go for the more complicated not complicated but um more advanced setup so like a bong or a dab rig or vape uh vape pens or stuff like that but for me I love bongs first <laughs> then I'll do then I'd say maybe dabs I don't know if you guys are familiar with dabs or not I've never tried dabs but I saw my friend got fucked up on dabs one hit and he was like on Mars girl like it's a concentration anymore (laughs) yeah it's definitely something that uh, is cleaner for you and it sets you out there because it's just a pure form of THC it's not the it's not the way the flower works it's compressed like you compress the flower and then the oil or the extracts that come from it is what you actually use in a rig or in a dab rig. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a more cleaner way, but that's my second choice. And then my third is probably a spliff. Yeah. I used to like pipes when I was like in high school, but I don't use, I will only use a pipe because of the convenience, I would say. When you say pipe, are you talking about like a water bottle? Like a, or like a glass about, pipe. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a glass yeah, pipe. Yeah. I mm-hmm. 
definitely use those back in the day when it was again just easier and accessible you need to stash it in your bag real quick mm-hmm. and get your way on to class yeah but I think as I grew and as my tolerance grew we like I switched more towards bongs yeah. rather than anything else I like bongs too well you see my and- bongs yeah, you're very cute. I think I helped you choose that one. Yeah. The iridescent one. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like um, trying new setups out for, for the bongs, but... Um, There's so many pretty like ones, it, too. Like, different, like, like different glass, like, different glasses, and just, like, the way that they look just looks like art, you know? Absolutely, and that's something that um, I underappreciated myself, but as I'm getting more into it like you just start to see that people put in so much time and effort to make one one bong and like even the colors and it takes so much effort and time like the ones that you see in a convenience store or in a gas station Mm -hmm. those ones are mass produced so they're they're technically like built from a mold Mm -hmm. whereas if you go for something that's one of a kind or a higher end or a bigger brand yeah harder to get those ones you can really feel the difference the type of difference that you'll feel is the way the smoke comes up the harshness of it the smoothness um the cleanliness of the hit you'll you'll feel a lot better after you hit something that's higher end versus something from the convenience store that's just my personal opinion Mm -hmm. but i feel like each utensil or each device definitely sets off a different sets you in a different zone yeah Hey, Toby. Yeah. Are you joining us for our podcast, Toby? Toby and Luna are having at it right now. <laughs> I apologize, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, quick me... question for you. Yeah, I, I have mean... a quick question. Mm-hmm. Now, this might be random, Ashika. Um, does does the type of uh, we just talked about uh, we just talked about like accessories and everything, but does the type of weed matter? Because I I we had this conversation with uh, I had this conversation with a couple of my friends and Fed mentioned that there's CBD versus THC. What is the difference and how does it affect when you when you take either one? Does it set the mood differently for the person and such? That's a really good question. Um, definitely, we need to break that one down a little mm-hmm. bit more, though. So when you're talking THC versus CBD, those are both components or chemical components or compounds within the marijuana plant that give you the high effect. But THC is associated with your actual high versus CBD, which is associated with usually pain relief um, and yeah, usually pain relief and uh, stress relief and those kind of factors. Um, so that's different, but if you're talking strain wise, you're looking more at the difference between indica versus sativa Mm. and a hybrid. That is where a majority of your high will have a difference or a variance. Like if you, if you choose Mm -hmm. a sativa, you're going to be feeling more of a head high, more energetic, more creative, um, definitely more of that go-get-em mentality versus an indica, which will actually put you more on that couch-locked side. Um, it's more of a body high. You feel more relaxed. It's it's better for people with insomnia, and it's more of a Oh, okay. Smoke. And then the, I'm assuming the yeah. hybrid is just yeah. majority both together, both sativa and indica. So the hybrid, yes, but it's a little bit more complicated than that just because you're creating oh. your own. 
strain. So with a hybrid, it's not something that's natural. Sativas usually come from higher temperature regions. So um, from my understanding, I think sativas were mostly dominant in the Himalayan section of India versus indicas, which were more on the, I believe it's Mm -hmm. West Asia. But then as those as people started to become more familiar with the plant and all of that, they started growing it in different areas and mixing different plants. So when you do a hybrid mixture, you're doing a mixture of an indica and a sativa, but your THC or CBD dominant components will actually come out more when you figure out which plant from the sativa and indica is um, is the more dominant parent plant or the female dominant plant. So if let's say I took Girl Scout cookies and I mixed it with, this is going to be a poor example, but um, Afghan Kush, we won't know exactly what is going to affect me more until we actually get that, that plant and we cultivate and dry it out and cure it and all of that. And then we smoke it or we ingest it in whatever way, because you won't be able to really tell unless you do microscopic investigations yeah there's like a science Um, behind it too yeah but with hybrids it's a mixture of one indica and one sativa and then your high will be dependent on which plant is more dominant that is so interesting because i thought it was just a mixture of both and then it will give you either uh it will give you both that that same indica or uh i can't pronounce this properly uh Sativa. Sativa. So you're like feeling high and then like moments you'll feel high, like great. And then you're still sitting down. So I I thought it was just a mix, but. uh... Yeah. I mean, that can definitely happen again. It depends on the the percentage of the C or the THC component that comes out from the parent plant. Like if you, if you had a more sativa dominant Mm -hmm. plant from the hybrid, then you're still going to be feeling that body buzz, but your head high might be a little so bit more predominant. Okay, cool. Because I would have never guessed. I thought weed was just weed, and I didn't know if it just gets you high. <laughs> drugs are just drugs, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think that too, but the more you read into yeah. it, the more research that's being done is, is actually crazy. And like right now, on the markets themselves, you'll see a majority of hybrids. Because you have people that are personally growing. You have the OCS, which is growing their own stuff. You have, I mean, this may not be completely legal, but you have different provinces growing different types and then getting together and mixing their strains too. So right now on the market, there's more hybrids than there are naturally 100% sativa versus Mm. 100% indica. But people are creating their own hybrids and that's absolutely absolutely cool. Like I wouldn't have never guessed that ever. It's crazy. Yeah. And like the thing with growing is that it's so meticulous. Like I didn't even realize this myself until I was growing a few years ago, but I decided to do an outdoor grow and I had I think I had like eight plants, ten plants. Yeah. Like that. that you like raised Something in like your that. Car. I had like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Not in my car. That was after I cured them and cut them and had to get rid of them. But I was growing like a whole bunch of plants in my backyard and I didn't even realize that something as simple as the wind will affect how the plants will come out because now we have legalization of marijuana growing in your backyard from the comfort of your own home and people were doing it. They took advantage and they did it, which amazing. 
But you now have, let's say, 10 houses in one row. Out of those 10 houses, five are growing. Those five are carrying pollens from their plants, which are being transferred in the wind. And when the wind carries it or when bees come and they pollinate, they're carrying some of my, um, what is it called? Pollen. Sorry, they're carrying some of my pollen from my plants to the different plants I have in my backyard and then going outside and and pollinating other people's plants. So now you're mixing, it's not a lot, but you're still mixing a lot of different plants and components together. So it affects the yield, it affects the way it grows, it affects their temperatures, all of that. You can even take a female strong plant and a few months later you'll see that because of the cold or because of too hot or because of the pollination transfers, now you have a male plant or, or um, what are they called? A hermaphrodite plant, which is They're half male, balls. half female. Whoa. Okay. You see? Yep. <laughs> yep. That's crazy. Growing is something that's so crazy. So when it comes to the different yeah. strains of marijuana, it is important to get the name so that you can either do your own research or have them tell you what type it is. But again, majority of them are going to be mm-hmm. hybrids mm-hmm. right now. Um, but you'll be able to tell which one is sativa versus indica dominant by trying it or by asking that the is person so you're Do you prefer one over the yeah. other? I definitely like my sativas, especially throughout the beginning yes. of my days. I mean, I just... I love being organized. I love getting the same way. done. And I find that that helps me. It really helps me focus. Um, and then because I have insomnia, like really bad insomnia, I love ending my day off with a nice indica and then just passing the hello. Honestly, if I have indica, I will not move for the whole day. I will literally sit I'd appreciate that. <laughs> and have my snacks all around me. That's why they call it the nighttime one. So it makes sense. Around, like legit. Um. Yeah, yep. and definitely indica, like, when I, or sorry, sativa, when I smoke sativa, I get so much shit done, like, I feel like I could do everything, you know, like, I, I would clean yeah. the whole house. And you feel yeah, happy you feel so about it. Stuff. You're like, yes, I'm high as fuck, but I clean the whole house. <laughs> and what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have gone through that so many times, and, like, I've made the mistake as well, where it's like, I'll accidentally smoke a sativa right before bed, and then... At 5 a.m., my mom catches me cleaning out the kitchen, reorganizing all the dishes and stuff because it's just on mm-hmm. my mind. So definitely sativa if you're trying oh, to get a job okay. done. You yeah. can try that one. Yeah, you'll be very productive. <laughs> Writing all of this out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's not just that it will help you with the productivity. Oh. It also helps to reduce your anxiety and stress. So if you are feeling a little anxious, sometimes a little bit of sativa will mm-hmm. help get rid of that. Versus if you're feeling um, more pain or like, or muscle soreness and stuff like that, indica would be your better bet to go through. But indica also does increase your appetite. Oh, so just be so you get more of the munchies. Yes, my <laughs> favorite part. Um, and Ashika, mm-hmm. what would you say in terms of like CBD, have you used it? in replacement or I mean just marijuana in general I guess have you used it in replacement to a prescription drug in your own experience 
Yes, I have many, many times. I'm not sure if you remember this fact about me or not, but uh, I'm not the type of person to actually take right. prescribed pills or like even a Tylenol or Advil or considering your line of, of work. I like to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, right? Considering my line of work, but um, I just yeah, I don't really find that prescription medications are best for me. So I'll try to naturally let my body do its thing. But for the most part, like when I broke my wrist, and I had to go through reconstructive surgery, I like they gave me so many different pain medications and um, like muscle relaxants and, and stuff to make me go to sleep. But I preferred having like a nice joint before bed over those medications I didn't wake up feeling nauseous I didn't wake up with like a headache or with my body being like what is this in me it was something that was foreign compared to something that was more yeah um developed Um, in my body yeah so I definitely prefer marijuana so when you're when um did you tell your doctor that you were morally what did they tell you and how did that how did that conversation roll out when uh, did you tell them that you were not going to take um, the prescriptions? How, yeah, how was that conversation with your doctor? I honestly thought it was mm-hmm. going to be a lot more scarier than it was, maybe given the time frame that I went. I mean, it was already legalized and people are doing it and whatever. But I mean, my doctors were pretty receptive. I, I have also a little bit of a heart problem and my doctor like my specialist did put me on some heart medications to kind of stop that but I advised him it made me feel nauseous it wasn't helping me sleep at night like I wasn't eating I was puking up all my food after taking it and I told them that I preferred to just keep my daily routine rather than having these pills and surprisingly they were okay with it too like you just have to talk to them and make sure what you're going to solve the problem for makes sense with the whole marijuana replacement aspect um definitely I've also read online that like people whose children have seizures or epilepsy attacks they prefer to go through the whole CBD segment Mm -hmm. more and yeah because with epilepsy I don't know the exact science behind it but with the CBD component it just helped reduce their anxiety and and some other parts I can't exactly remember but it it was better proven to work rather than the prescription medications. And there's hundreds that of is those so stories going around. Would you say? And then, yeah. Also, yeah, like I even noticed it with my grandma as well. She suffers from chronic um, arthritis. And I bought her like this, just this little rub just to kind of test it out. Cause I mean, somebody like me, I might placebo effect myself and be like, it works. So I just decided to try it out on my grandma's. And she actually really preferred it over like her tiger bombs and like, you know, the Lakota massaging rubs, those kind of things. They preferred it. it they said that it helped reduce their inflammation and it helped them not think about the pain as much. So I personally think CBD does That's have more benefits to Do it. You say, would you say it's like the same for yeah. pets though? Like yeah. giving them CBD? That was another question. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. Um, I'm kind of unsure. I do know that there are a lot more success stories for animals versus negative stories. Thank God for that one. But um, like when my dog was going through a little Mm -hmm. bit of an eating problem herself, I tried to put a little bit of a CBD tincture in there and she was eating fine, but I didn't really notice 
much of a difference in her. It's kind of hard to tell. Her pizza um, has to go like but, over time. Like, like you have to keep giving it to them. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the same with humans too. But with humans, you can verbally talk to them and measure what kind of emotions or pain or whatever it is they're feeling. It's easier to tell if mm-hmm. it's working versus an animal that can't speak and can't tell you. You just have to observe them and see, okay, are they still licking that spot on their hand? Or are they still, you know, scratching nonstop? Are they still not eating properly? Or do they still feel pain when they're getting up Mm -hmm. and going down? So it's just more of a monitoring thing. But I do see more and more CBD products coming out for animals. And I do also see more people leaning towards it for older animals. Yeah. So I wouldn't completely rule it out. Just definitely talk to your vet and make sure that what you're doing for them right now is not going to affect if you switch is, them over to CBD. Okay. I don't but def- I, I do see CBD being more positive rather than negative. Yeah. Even I've for given animals, Kingston yeah. like CBD treats, but like again, like what you said, you can't really tell. But one of my friends, I, when I was looking to give him because he's getting older now, his back legs aren't as strong as they used to be. He has arthritis on his legs, um, so I was talking to my friend about either putting him on uh, hemp oil or CBD. Mm-hmm. So right now he's on hemp oil and has a bunch of like other vitamins and minerals and whatnot. But um, I really wanted to put him on CBD. The only thing is for pets, CBD is so is it really? expensive, especially if you have a big dog. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Cheap. Yeah, it is really yeah. expensive. Because if you think about it, CBD is mainly for people who have chronic diseases or chronic pains and that kind of stuff. So. When you're taking it from a person and giving it to an animal, some people charge more. So it is very expensive. And then also the chemical balance, you need to make sure it will work with their digestive tracts and their digestive foods and all of that. So it makes sense as to why it would be a little bit more expensive, oh but it doesn't change but do the fact that it's more expensive. do you know if it would be expensive. covered? Like, I'm just speaking because I have two dogs if, and if an, if an event where they do need cbd um and if i am considering it in the, in the future do you would you think it would be covered now that we're having <clears throat> our government is legalizing like more marijuana and like mar- well it's legal here but do you think it will be covered eventually for for pet insurance if they do require it i mean i feel like cbd is not as like mainstream mm-hmm. i would say compared to like marijuana itself yeah you know what i mean uh, especially in the medical world, I suppose, I find that they always go towards prescribing you a prescription drug or um, whatever it is. And even in the terms of your pets, like I've never had a vet that says, hey, uh, as a first option, hey, maybe you should try CBD first. You know, it's always a question yeah, that mainly goes towards that you always have to bring up. Sorry, Ishika, you were saying? What were you yeah, going to say, Ishika? Because I think it's such a... No, I was just going to say, I think it's just because, like, it's so mm-hmm. new and not a lot of people are exploring that option. It's not something that a lot of doctors will give you yeah. your first thought for. And especially also, we need to keep in mind that doctors are paid to give prescription medications over something like marijuana and CBD. So that's also why they usually go for those mm-hmm. options first. Which is why you probably, you can always bring it up but, to your vet. I don't know. I've never 
I've never bought absolutely. We have the same butt. Think about it. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> oh yeah, we do have the same butt. I forgot. <laughs> the same butt. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't asked him. <clears throat> I haven't brought it up to him. Like I've talked to him about like animals or like dogs or, or pets, just like ingesting marijuana itself. Um, and it's crazy because if they do that, there's no cure. Yeah. They just have to go through it. The only thing that you can do if your pet does ingest marijuana, like an edible, um, the only thing you can really do is make them sniff hydrogen peroxide and hope that they puke it out. But quite honestly, when that happened to one of my other friends, um, they got so scared. They took their doctor or their their dog to the vet and the vet had actually kind of just laughed and said, we get these kind of scenarios at least <laughs> twice a day. Um, and the only thing you can really do is just try to make them puke and yeah. monitor them. So that in itself should kind of be a sign to a lot of pet owners that it's not as harmful for their animals as it once yeah. thought, was thought to be. Uh, so, I mean, again, watch what they're eating, watch the dosages and all of that. I wouldn't say to give them a whole bar of chocolate, but I mean, you can give your pets CBD and and an edible and they should still be fine. It's going to look hella funny. Has, has your lie, dog gotten to your but... stash at all before? Or picked it up outside for, from some mm. idiot that probably dropped it? She's found us a nug, a nug or two before in like a dime bag, but she's never actually like gone into my stuff and taken it. She's eaten Goodness. a regular bar of Toblerone that my mom bought me, but <laughs> yeah but she's never actually taken like an edible um she has been around me like when I've when I've seshed hot boxed and I guess she's gotten a little mm-hmm. contact high before um which I did take her to the vet for because it was freaking me out but they didn't say anything they said yeah that be fine. the vet said the same thing when I asked him because someone brought their cat in one day it was when I used to work at a veterinary clinic someone brought their cat in and this owner kept calling their cat crazy and it kept like attacking their feet or whatever, like jumping, like it was crazy. Like it just kept like running back and forth and act, the, the cat was just acting weird. And then the doctor was like, did he, did he eat any marijuana? And <laughs> I, at the time it wasn't legal. So obviously these people are like, no, 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 he, he didn't eat anything. But you, mm. there's clear signs that he ate something because he's acting weird. So I asked the doctor yeah. I was, or the vet, I was like, so what happens to an animal when they eat weed? He basically says it doesn't have the same effect as it does on people. It kind of, in a sense, makes them schizophrenic. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a good like high way, experience. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because the thing is, is a dog is naturally anxious as it is. They're waiting for you to come home. They're waiting for you to take them on a walk. They're waiting for their meals. They're waiting to be pet and loved and played with. So imagine them taking an edible for the first time, not realizing what it is and what it's doing to them. They're probably going apeshit. They're probably (laughs) bouncing off the walls and all of that. And so I can definitely see that being an outcome, an unfortunate outcome um, luckily enough, though, that did not happen to my do- my friend's dog who did take the edibles, and it's never happened to my dog or any other dog that I know that came across mm-hmm. them. So that's always good. Um, that would be very memorable. I mean, like, if your dog or your pet did go through something like that. And, um, I mean, speaking about yeah. memorable moments, what was your most favorite high moment, Mrs. Ashika, if you even remember? Because for me, my memory is so bad, so... <laughs> I definitely have a ton, a ton. Um, mainly a lot of them in, involve some of my old friends. 
Um, but one of them, just because you know the person that I'm talking <laughs> about in the story, Fedelin, I'll share this. <laughs> so uh, let's rewind it Whoa. to grade far back. Grade 10, I think first semester grade ten. Yeah, far back. So uh, one of my other friends used to live behind this trail or like, like a nature this, trail. What is it called? Yeah, but it's a very small trail. Like, there's train tracks, a little bit of what, like, oh, it's like a, a lot, one. A lot of <laughs> like not a legit one stuff. Yeah, but it's it's I guess one of those trails that um, connect one one residential area to another. So oh. it's again just not very big. It's, yeah, it's kind of small, but I mean, when you go off of the pathway and into the forest, then you have so much more room to explore. Um, so being in grade 10 first semester, my friend and I, we go to this forest that we're very familiar with. And we, you know, set up our spot by the river, we create a fire, and we just start lighting our bowls, sharing our stories back and forth. And then she just finished telling me about how, you know, she got her hair cut and dyed, and she's super excited and she loves it. She takes off her hood and she's showing me and I'm like, Oh, that's really nice. Uh, we start hitting bowls again, and then I noticed that her bangs were coming <laughs> down really close to her face, um, and I told her to move it, but she just kept insisting, no, 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 like, I am I know what I'm doing, I'll be okay, so I was like, all right, girl, you do you then, so I light my bowl, I'm hitting it, she goes to light hers, and I look up, and all I see is her freaking bangs on fire, it just... It oh my just God. went up oh in my smoke. God. My, I was oh. dying. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. I, Stop, drop, and roll. I couldn't. I couldn't even like think for a second. The only thing that, like, at that time, my reaction time was so quick. Especially when it came to my friends and making sure they were okay. Like, I don't know what would go off in my brain, but mm. it was like danger, danger, alert. We need to deal with the problem now. So I turn around and I see her freaking bangs on fire and she's just <laughs> screaming. Uh, and, and I started smacking her forehead to try and like, you know, take off the fire. And that's when she was like, oh my God, my hair is on fire. So whatever, oh we God. both laugh it out and everything is fine. And then two minutes later, she's like, yo, man, I need another bowl. <laughs> after. I'm like, yeah, you do. So she's lighting up another one <laughs> just for the bottom of her hair to catch on oh fire. Oh, my God. So my face, that was so funny. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, you fucking poured the bong water. <laughs> yeah, <then>. me too. <laughs> no. But the best part about all of this is while I'm freaking out for her hair and smacking <laughs> the fire out, She's there in the middle of her oh head. Just oh my god! She's going. Oh she didn't care. God. I would be. She did not care. Days. No. Not until she got home and realized oh, how no. crisp and short her fresh oh, hair no. was. Did she have to cut her hair? Is when it hit her. Yeah, I think she put it back in a that's clip intense. for at Damn. least four months. Either that, or that's when she stopped. She stopped coming to <laughs> classes with girl. me. <laughs> she made me catch my hair on fire. Yeah. And she smacked me in the forehead. <laughs> yeah. It was a great time for oh me. Oh, my God. Memories stayed hilarious. in my head for life. 
That is so hilarious. I don't know everything when you're high, like everything, like all your senses are so heightened too, and like I don't know, you're just. I, and I also feel like you you don't have a care in the world <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I feel that all the time. It's like if the things that I would get mad at when I'm sober are not the yeah. things I get mad at when I'm fried. <laughs> so if you're ever feeling moody, yeah, you'll take chill a out for and sure. you'll calm down. Mm-hmm. for sure what about your guys yeah. what's your favorite experience i know jen only had oh one God, i have so many i don't know why but the one moment i'm thinking about right now the first time my one of my other friends it's the first time she got high we went to my old middle school i don't know we were in high school at this time but i already moved out of the area so and she was living near my middle school so we're like hey let's just go for a walk and whatever and we met up with another with a, another guy. and this was before like mm-hmm. weed was even legalized um so i don't know why but i just remember we were sitting this one point we just finished smoking a spliff and i think we were rolling another one and i was just staring at the trees and then all of a sudden i just started laughing i'm like why am i laughing right now and then i'm looking at the trees and it like girl i was tripping i've never had like i don't trip out like this anymore but i was looking at the trees and i'm like yo the trees are like smiling at me like sometimes like when you're staring at things for too long like something like (laughs) things start to form together and you start imagining things start to look like other things so i'm like yo these yeah i'm like these trees are like smiling at me and i just start laughing and then my other girl look over at my girl and she's freaking stoned out of her mind we start walking back and it starts raining but she's like literally walking turtle speed and just like mumbling things and i'm i'm just like dying of laughter with the other person and this girl's wearing flats uh, with socks because she's yeah yeah that Catholic makes sense school. that definitely makes sense and yeah mm-hmm. she this girl there was a huge puddle in <laughs> front of her and she did not even see it she walked right through it flat socks and all and yeah and I just remember mm-hmm. we ended up eventually making it home dying of laughter and then her mom comes in I put her in the bed because I'm like girl you need to like rest whatever. So her mom comes to the room. She's like, hey, Fed. She's like, is she okay? Like, is my daughter okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's just tired. She's just tired. She needs a nap. And I'm like, yeah. and she's probably hungry too. Do you have any snacks, Tita? <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, that's like, yeah, but she ended up knocking out. Like, she, ah, that must have been Indica. <laughs> but yeah, she just like knocked out. And <laughs> it was just a funny experience. I have so many. Like, I can't even, there's a time when, I got caught smoking weed after a wrestling tournament when the cops came and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got caught, but we didn't you get in like, trouble. Well, I'm, I mean, I got in trouble with the school, like our own school, but the cop just like let us go pretty much. Cause yeah, we basically made like oh. a pipe out of a water bottle. Actually, I know you've tried that water bottle, or people have done yeah. it with like even like pop cans. Like the weirdest thing I've tried apple actually pipe. is an apple pipe. Yeah, yeah, I've apple never pipe. tried a fruit. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah you just yeah. take a, like your if you have like a metal pipe that those ones that you can like take apart, you cut a hole at the top of where the core of the apple is, and then you cut a hole on the side, and you have to like make sure the holes meet essentially. Like they have to be deep enough where they meet. Yeah, and but yeah, it was, yeah, it's actually a different experience. I mean, it got me high, but it was just interesting to sm- that, like you can make a pipe out of almost anything. Yeah, it's true. I I wish I did more of the fruit tries when I was younger or like back in the day, but 
I haven't ever tried it and I don't think I want to at this point just because I know that there are so many better yeah, yeah I was in high school when I tried that but now we better options we grown up <laughs> yeah. yeah big girl stuff <laughs> <laughs> well Jen I mean if you have any other questions or any of our listeners have any questions for us you guys can hit us up in the dms um we can get some information from Mrs. Shika or from like our own experience we can share more stories with you um, if you'd like, but um, this is pretty much the end of our episode. Where can our listeners find you, Mrs. Shipa? My Instagram. It's just a Sharma with four A's at the end. Nice. So don't forget to give her a like and a follow on her mm-hmm. post and on her um, IG. And Jen? Yeah, you can follow me on um, on Instagram. It's, uh, you can find me at jencell0514. And don't forget to tune in to Bestie. We do have a new episode coming up real soon. Perfect. And you can find me and bug me at Miss underscore Fed on IG. And I'm also at Miss underscore Fed on Twitch. You can come and laugh your ass off at me. Because most of the time I get my my ass kicked. And I usually do it with my friends. So hit me up. So thanks, guys, for listening to this week's episode. Join us next week on TGA, The Girls' Archives. Bye. Bye. So you think we left? Joke's on. <laughs> Just kidding. So um, we have a, we're brewing up something very special. Um, we are having our first giveaway. Ooh-ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so for to commemorate our, our successful first season we would like to give one special listener um well again it's a giveaway so it's a contest that we're opening up but what is the details on this on on this giveaway for this giveaway sorry um so in this giveaway uh we'll include well one of the things that we will include is a glam candle which is basically uh hand poured soy candles in a handmade cement pot which is really cool because you can actually turn it into a flower pot so if you're some sort of botanist by all <laughs> means she told me you can plant put a plant in there after the candle's done um or you can even just use it to just store some stuff in because it comes with a lid too it's really pretty yeah, um, like maybe like a jewelry holder yeah you know? and it comes and our giveaway comes with a bunch of other surprises which we'll mention in a post um so stay tuned on the girls archives ig we will definitely list all the details there but um how you enter for this giveaway you'll have to share like and save the giveaway post once it's posted and you'll have to uh when you do share it in your story just make sure you uh, tag us as well that's the only way we'll be able to see if you really reposted the story or the post i should say and Mm -hmm. you'll have to follow us the girls are at the girls archives on ig and glamcandle.co on ig as well Tag three friends in the comments. Um, For unlimited entries. Yeah. And uh, and then, so we'll be drawing the winner on March 3rd. And yeah, we just want to give back to you guys because you guys have been very supportive and have listened to all of our fun episodes. And we really appreciate, appreciate you guys for that. Exactly. So uh, stay tuned. Um, and look out for our posts on the girls archives Instagram, but that's all. Thanks for listening guys. Bye. Bye.